Hey everyone, I'm Blake Atwell and welcome into the Blake Show NBA betting podcast coming to you nationally on Tune and Believe Betting Radio. Also coming to you on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and wherever else you get your podcast, the show where we talk all things NBA and NBA bets. On today's show, I'm going to tell you who you should back in the MVP race and why it is not Nikola Jokic. Let's take a look at the current odds for NBA MVP on DraftKings. And first, we have Nikola Jokic at minus 310. Second, Joel Embiid at plus 320. Third, Giannis at plus 650. And in fourth place, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics at plus 3,000. While all four of these guys have been looked at as the leader, uh, if you will, at one point or another in the season in terms of sort of what the narrative was with the media, I really think that it is a two-man race from here on out the last couple of weeks of the regular season. And with that being said, as a historic of a season, as the front runner right now, Nikola Jokic is having, I think that you should back Joel Embiid at plus 320. And yes, Nikola Jokic having an another incredible season. He's averaging a triple-double. The Nuggets, they have a six-game lead for first place in the Western Conference. And yes, Jokic has been the best player, really, in the regular season the last two years, with Joel Embiid kind of being a close runner-up in those MVP races. But I really think that 2023 is Joel Embiid's year and that this is Joel Embiid's award. And Embiid is leading the league in points per game with 334 on a team where he is playing with a high-volume scorer and high-volume shot taker in James Harden. So I think that that makes it even more impressive compared to somebody like Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's over that 30 points a game mark, who is the focal point of everything that Oklahoma City does, you know, for example. And back to Embiid, I mean, after his game winner against Portland last night, he's got 23 35-point games this season. And according to ESPN, the only other centers to do so are Moses Malone and Shaq. And both Moses Malone and Shaq won the MVP award during those seasons. So that's something to sort of keep in mind here as well. And look, Joel Embiid, he's he's willing the 76ers to win in some of these games. And, uh, you know, games where maybe they shouldn't win. They were behind 21 points at one point to Portland last night, but he really willed them to that win. And that's what an MVP does. And Speaking of which, I mean, he's really playing his best basketball when it matters most in terms of winning the MVP award, not in terms of winning a championship. Of course, that sort of most important time of the year is coming up. But in terms of winning the MVP right now, this final stretch of the regular season, I think is really the most important time. And the main reason for that, and it's really something that's specific to this year, is because of how back and forth and how tight this race has been. I mean, there really has been a constant shift of narratives from like two to three weeks to two to three week periods. It you know to sort of start the season with as well as the Celtics were playing and sort of as untouchable as they looked. It was like Jason Tatum. Then there was a period of time where the narrative was around Luca. There was a small period of time where it was around Joel Embiid. Then it was sort of Giannis as the Bucks have risen to first in the East, and now it's kind of gone to Nikola Jokic as of late and and so on. And because this race has been so tight, I really do, as I just said, believe that the award is going to be won over these last few weeks of the regular season. I really think that 
whoever can play the best basketball and really lead their team to the most wins over this final stretch of games is going to win the award. And let's sort of look at an example of that. I mean, last night, this is a night where Nikola Jokic allows the San Antonio Spurs, one of the worst teams in the league, to shoot over 59% against him in what was a bad loss for Denver. And then on the other side, Joel Embiid guides Philly from 21 down, hits the game winner. And this is really the kind of night that Joel Embiid needed to make up ground on Nikola Jokic, I think, who the national media is in love with. And don't get me wrong, they should be. I mean, Nikola Jokic is incredible. They The media has every right to kind of be um, pushing this narrative that Jokic is going to win his third straight MVP. Um, and, and look, he's shooting 62.9% from the field this season, which is just a historic, ridiculous mark. We'll see where that ends up uh, once the regular season games are done, but just unbelievable the efficiency he's playing at. And then Denver is winning a lot of games, so it makes sense. You know, the guy has has won the last two. Um, but I think that something that not enough people in the media are discussing is that the Nuggets, you know, they are really far ahead in the West with this one seed, six games in front. And none of those other teams, Sacramento, Memphis, Phoenix, the Clippers, none of these other teams are going to get up and challenge them for that one seed in the West over these last 15 to 16, 17 games that teams have left. And I think because of that, more games like last night are in store for Denver over these last few weeks. Uh, when we look at their schedule over the Nuggets' last 15 games, they really only have three against really bad teams. They play Detroit, Washington, and Houston, but the other 12 games include matchups with the Red Hot, New York Knicks, Giannis and the Bucks, and beating the Sixers, two games against the Suns, who even though they lost Kevin Durant, are playing really good basketball as of late. And then they have their season finale against the Sacramento Kings, who are playing every single game like it's game seven <laughs> uh, with their with their home crowd. And then even on the road, they've put together a great season, as we talked about on our last show. And on the other side with Denver, I just don't think that they really have too much to play for in these last 15 games. I mean, this has been another season of the Denver Nuggets where they've looked really good in the regular season and they haven't done anything in the playoffs in these previous seasons. So I think that that's what they're really focused on. That's what Nikola Jokic is really focused on. And I think that because their focus is going to be more on making sure they're fully healthy for the playoffs, I think that you're going to see them drop some games down the stretch. And, you know, that's not going to impact them maintaining that first seed. I'm not saying they're going to lose, you know, 10 of their last 15 games or anything crazy like that. But I do think they'll lose games that they normally wouldn't and that this is going to hurt Jokic in the MVP race and strengthen Embiid's case in Philly. And on that other side, speaking of which, Embiid and the Sixers, they really do have a lot to play for, unlike the Denver Nuggets, I think, over their last 16 games. And you just have to look at the Eastern Conference standings, and it's just at the top end. Obviously, the, the rest of the West, um, out, really outside of, of one, two, and three, is pretty compact, as has been well-documented. Over in the East, I mean, it's a dogfight right now. Um, at the top, you have Philly there, four games behind Milwaukee for the one seed. And as good as Philly has been playing, that really isn't too crazy of a thing to think that maybe they can challenge Milwaukee. And then they're also a game and a half back of the Celtics. And as poorly as Boston has been playing as of late, that obviously isn't outside the realm of possibility that they would get to the two seed. Um, 
So, and also with Philly, I mean, they're really under a lot of pressure. Um, they really do have make or break championship aspirations this season. And I think because of that playoff seating is going to be extremely important for them. Um, and I think gaining home court over Boston or Milwaukee for Philly could really be the difference in the Sixers going home in the second round again or winning the title. And with that in mind, I'm really expecting to Joel and B to keep leading Philly to wins. Philly has won four straight games. They're seven and three over their last 10 and Embiid is the best player on the floor every night, no matter who they're playing. And that's why I think he should be the MVP. And I think because Denver is going to teeter off towards the uh, the end of this regular season, I think it's going to strengthen Embiid's case enough to where he's going to win the award. And as I said, you know, I'm willing to bet Denver they're going to lose um, some of these games. And then I think that Philly is going to pass Boston and get the two seed in the East. And in this scenario, Joel Embiid should be your MVP. Now, in terms of comparing Jokic versus Embiid on the floor with a simple eye test and just basketball, I mean, Joel Embiid is playing better basketball on both ends of the floor. And I think obviously the argument can be made that Jokic is having um, a better efficient offensive season. He's shooting, like I said earlier, you know, 62%, crazy, crazy number. Um, But the reality of the situation is that Jokic cannot defend as well as Embiid, and you saw it last night. His defense got exposed against one of the worst teams in the league in San Antonio. Um, He just isn't that guy on that end of the floor, but Joel Embiid is. Joel Embiid has the sixth best defensive rating in the league. He's also sixth in block shots. Embiid is a better defender than Jokic. It's plain and simple. So we're looking at the totality of a player. Got to look at both ends of the floor. And as incredible as Nikola Jokic has been, and he's putting up these triple doubles and the Nuggets are are winning games, I just think when you look at both ends of the floor, Joel Embiid deserves the award. And when we look at sort of the the statistic parts of the defensive end of the floor, the Nuggets do rank one spot ahead of the 76ers in team defense, but it's not because of Nikola Jokic. And the stat that really proves the point that I just made is opponent points in the paint. The 76ers are eighth in opponent points in the paint, allowing 48.2 points a game. Meanwhile, on the other side, Denver is all the way down in 25th. And the biggest difference there is Joel Embiid can guard in the paint and Nikola Jokic cannot. You add that with the fact that Joel Embiid is scoring almost 34 points a night and he should be your MVP at plus 320, bet on Joel Embiid. That's a show for today. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, YouTube, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Blake on social. Also a quick note, I will be going live on BetQL Nation Radio tomorrow night after the March Madness uh, bracket is announced to talk best bets and analysis for college basketball. So tune into that. Stay tuned to my social media. I'll be posting a link to where you can follow along to that. And uh, I will see you on the next Blake show.